Season 3, Episode 2, Introduction to Capsule Wardrobes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. So today, Jackie and I are going to kick off a capsule wardrobe challenge. We have talked about this. We had a lot of requests in the Facebook group for this challenge. It was something that we both wanted to work on this year, and that was kind of weeding through all of our clothes in our closet. (laughs) Yeah, because my closet's a little overwhelming to go into every morning, and I'm just, I'm tired of it. And I know a lot of you guys are in the same situation. Well, and also, I more just want to be able to be invited to an event and not have to think about what I have to wear. You know, like already have an idea of, okay, I have X amount of outfits that would definitely work for this event. And so which one of those outfits am I going to wear instead of trying on everything in my closet? And (laughs) oftentimes I'm trying on stuff that I know doesn't fit or I don't like it on, but I haven't worn it. And I always try to convince myself to wear it. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I have a lot of those room. I'm like, oh, this is so cute. This pattern is so cute. And then I put it on. I'm like, no, this isn't me. Why did I buy this? It's not worth the pattern. And then I hang it back up and put it in my closet because I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah, same thing. Exactly. So let's start with what is a capsule wardrobe for anyone listening who has no idea. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> First, should we start with the traditional, like strict version yeah. Yeah, because we're going to do it MHM style, which is, of course, the Millennial Homemakers. And so it's a little bit different, a little bit less strict and more about what works for you, what's easiest, what you're actually going to do versus (laughs) Pinterest worthy. Yes, Uh, because when capsule wardrobes started, so you know me, I had to look at the history of capsule wardrobes because (laughs) that's who I am as a person. All right. (laughs) So I'm thankful um, to have you, Jack. (laughs) So it was first started in... In the 70s, I think the person was, I think, in the UK. It was somewhere in Europe. And she had the idea that a capsule wardrobe should have fewer than 12 pieces. You could wear more than those 12 pieces, but those 12 pieces were high quality. They were neutral, so that way they matched everything in your closet. So you'd have a high quality trench coat, a high quality suit, skirt, and pants. So that way, then you could have more fun with like your shirts and things, but you knew that your staples would work with everything. Okay, I like that definition a lot. That's a lot less strict. So the main place where I've seen Capsule Wardrobe, and I'm trying to think of this blogger's name. It's like escaping me right now, but it's something like Unfashion. Unfancy. Unfancy. Okay. She talks about it a lot. Yes, unfancy. That's the first place where I saw it. And she does it by season, right? Mm-hmm. And it's right. 30 pieces, including, and I don't, that's just a random number that I'm like guessing. I think it's 37 because okay. I was just looking at <laughs> 37 pieces. And that includes shoes, exact. shoes, accessories, I think everything. That includes everything. And so yeah. you do it for three months at a time. So it's by season. So, you know, 12 divided by four is three. So four seasons. Um, so <laughs> three months at a time and you can't buy anything during that time period and so you just wear you mix and match your outfits based on these 37 pieces only and that's all you can wear and you don't necessarily throw out everything else it's just that that's all that you put hanging in your closet and everything else is packed away and I was looking at how she does her 37 pieces yeah 
And there are nine bottoms, two dresses, nine pairs of shoes, two jackets, and 15 tops. And two dresses just stress me out. I have to have more than that. Yeah, no. (laughs) We are not doing that type of capsule. Guys, I own 35 dresses right now. I can't go down to two. Definitely not doing that. You counted? Not on purpose, but a couple years ago, I did the Dress Ember oh, challenge yeah, I remember where that. I wore a dress every day in December to raise awareness for human trafficking. And I did not repeat a dress. I think I repeated one dress once because the one I was going to wear didn't fit. And then I had dresses left over. Wow. Which is insane. I don't need I, that many dresses, I mean, I but I need more of, than two. I have a lot of dresses too. And that especially comes from when I used to work at the boutique. I have so many clothes mm-hmm. from that time <laughs> in my life. You know, I was working as a buyer. So when I would pick stuff out, I was shopping for me too. Right. And it got out of control. So (laughs) I have way too many clothes. I have a lot of tops and I have a lot of blue and white tops because I'm obsessed with blue and white. So and not just blue tops and white tops. I'm talking blue and white pattern. Like how many (laughs) together? Yeah. Like how many blue and white patterns can you have? I have them all, okay? (laughs) So basically how we want to do it is we're going to host it in our Facebook group. So Mm -hmm. at the Millennial Homemakers on Facebook. (laughs) And we are going to keep each other accountable. So whether that is sorting through your wardrobe, if you just want to capsulize clothes that you wear to work or clothes that you wear when you're working out or whatever, you don't have to do all of your wardrobe. You can just do a category. But basically, we just want to focus on weeding down your wardrobe, making your wardrobe work for you and represent who you are too. Because I think that's a very important part of the whole idea of it. Don't you agree? I agree because that's, I think, the biggest part is knowing that when you go in your closet, no matter what you grab, it's going to represent who you feel you are as a person. And going with, Jackie, your your word of the year, which is intentional, is also being intentional with what you are storing in your closet. Does this does this represent everything that I want it to? Does this jacket, is this a perfect Jacqueline jacket that just emits my personality? Or is it just comfortable and it was flattering and I'm okay with the color? Uh, and it was on sale for $5, so I couldn't pass it off. <laughs> So it's okay, maybe if you get rid of your lily pulps or dresses that you don't wear anymore, speaking to me, then... (laughs) I only have two of those and I wear both of them. I'm probably wearing one for a wedding soon. Well, I'll sell some of them on eBay and then I could buy a nicer trench coat or something that really does represent my style versus one that I have from Old Navy. Not knocking Old (laughs) Navy. I love Old Navy, but investing in like higher quality pieces. So I love that it came from... Basically, what I, yeah, what I like about it, which is having basics that really represent your style. Yeah. And I mean, that's how we're approaching the capsule wardrobe. And that's not to say if you're in the group and you want to be part of the challenge and you want to do a strict version, we're not going to stop you. More power to you for wanting to count your clothes and sticking to that number. Right. We're just not going to do it that way. But one thing that I do want to encourage, no matter how you do it, is to definitely have a outfit for every kind of occasion. That every dress code that 
A, fits you, okay? No more of the days of having that dress that you wore five years ago that looked great on you then and zips, but just because it zips doesn't mean it fits, okay? Exactly. (laughs) Maybe it's time to part ways with that dress. Sure, maybe you will be that size again, but why are you holding on to that if you're not now? And I know a lot of pieces I have that I can't get rid of because I want to be that size again they kind of make me feel bad about myself and you don't want your wardrobe to make you feel bad about yourself. You want your wardrobe to give you confidence so that every time you step out your door, you feel fantastic. And I watched a lot of what not to wear growing up. And if Clinton and Stacy taught me one thing, it's, it's so much more important to wear clothes that fit you correctly than what the size on the tag says. Uh, No one else can see that. Agree 100%. I couldn't agree more with that. And also, it doesn't mean, like I said, it doesn't mean that you won't be that size again. And that's something that you just kind of have to get across to yourself. And it's okay if your wardrobe is constantly being rotated through. I have a few friends that do a really good job of that. And they always are more minimalistic in their closet because they do a good job of selling, taking things and selling things at like Plato's Closet or on eBay or donating things and then keeping up with what's in style. And one thing with like a capsule wardrobe too is sure you can have some trendy pieces, but I think it just kind of challenges you to be classic too. Right, so that way you don't have to buy something just because it is a trend or because what you bought last year is not in style anymore because you know what you have in your closet now you can wear next year especially if you do invest in the more high quality pieces because they will last so much longer yes i i totally agree having more classic silhouettes silhouettes that work for your body that look good on your body just because it's not necessarily in trend or because something is in trend like if shift dresses are really really trendy and you do not look good in shift dresses you need more of a flip a fit and flare yeah just don't don't wear a shift dress you can find other stuff so it might take you longer to search for it and it might cost you a little bit more money but you will wear it time and time again instead of just wearing it once to one event and then it's sitting in your closet forever. Absolutely. Now, of course, you know, bridesmaid dresses and things like that don't count because you don't have a style right. in them. Yeah. And another thing is especially start thinking about your accessories. To me, that your accessories is like where you invest. Nice shoes, nice purses. You can find really nice quality, genuine leather purses on eBay that are mm-hmm. a little bit vintage for $30 that you would spend at Target to get some pleather tote. That's going to fall apart in a month. Yeah, that the like lining is going to come off and all that stuff. You know, the little trim on those totes that always fall off. Um, I've I've had many of them. Yeah, instead you can go on eBay and do like I did and buy a vintage coach crossbody that's Mm -hmm. genuine leather and it might be aged a little bit, but you can clean it up really easily and spend the same amount of money. And it's coach, which is a lot higher quality than Target. I'm not knocking Target because I love Target. (laughs) Me too. I am a jewelry designer, so... I'm biased here, but I mean, and I like trends and my stuff is, does like, do go along with trends, but I have really simple silhouettes. And so kind of think of that too, when you're buying accessories, because they're more versatile. So if you buy something that's a little bit more neutral or has a simpler shape, then it's going to go with more. Absolutely. Cause I'm not a big flashy jewelry person because that's just not who I am. 
So I get, you know, necklaces and bracelets, including, of course, Fraser Lynn, shameless plug, <laughs> that I can wear with almost everything I own because it's very simple. It doesn't scream at you, but it still like stands out a little bit and makes yeah. the outfit a little bit different. And so I say all this saying, you know, go with simple classic versatile, but also accessories are where you have fun too. So I have cheetah print heels that I wear all the time because it's it a really fun way to be funky with with still being classic with the little black dress yes it's like a way to jazz up an outfit so with earrings and bracelets and stuff too you can have some hot pink on that without wearing like hot pink all over your body which isn't the most professional if you're going to a work networking event (laughs) right (laughs) i guess we should talk a little bit how we're going to do the challenge in the group yes (laughs) so i think to start with when this episode comes out which will be when you're listening to it, obviously. On the group, we're going to start with posting a picture with how your closet is now. We don't care how messy... (laughs) I'm throwing this at Jacqueline. I don't care how messy it is. That just gives us all a starting point to say, this is how full it is. This is how unorganized, how much stuff is in here so that we can see and compare what it's like at the end. Oh, my lanta. No one's going (laughs) to listen to our podcast after I post a picture of my closet. It's real life, guys. Real life. Gotta know where we're all starting. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And it's not necessary if you're embarrassed. Like, you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to make you do it. You can just be like, guys, I'm here. I'm doing this. And so basically, we're going to do it for, how long are we doing it? For like a month? Yep, that sounds good to me. Okay, Okay. we're going to do it for a month. And just to challenge ourselves to sort through our clothes and make a list of things. I think that that is the best place to start is before you even look in your closet. Think about who you want to be and what kind of clothes you need to be that person. So whether it is a very professional person, whether it's a yoga instructor, I don't care what, not saying yoga instructors can't be professional, but you know what I mean? Like in a <laughs> It's a very job, different word. Whatever it is, okay, if you want to be a mom that plays with her kids on the ground all the time, okay, well, you need a certain wardrobe for that. So Pick who you want to be, what kind of style you want, and then start making a list of, okay, I need a basic navy shirt, (laughs) you know, as part of this persona. Like start making a list and then look in your wardrobe and figure out which items you have and then what you're missing. So that'll kind of show you the holes. And we'll do like a very general, like these are the kinds of things that you need for different styles. And we haven't done that yet. So I guess look out for that. Yeah soon we won't put a date on that but soon yeah definitely throughout the challenge we're gonna have tools to help you to sort through and to help making a list of things will really show where your holes are and then I mean it's okay if you don't buy everything in the first month I'm not telling you to do that but figure out okay how can I sell what I have or donate what I have in order to acquire these items that I need and that I want Absolutely. And then after you make that list and when you start to go through your wardrobe, I suggest that you make piles. Yeah. And you try try everything on because you might think it fits mm-hmm. and then you try it on and you look at it and you're like, well, it's a little tight here or it's a little loose. So make a pile of things that you love, are completely your style, fit you. And then a pile of, I like it but I'm not sure if it fits my style or it kind of fits me. And then things that you absolutely know you're going to get rid of, and then you can donate them or sell them or do whatever you want with them. And then you can also do that with your like pile once you kind of narrow it down a little bit. 
Yeah, and not even try on an ass as it fit. Try on an ass. Would I be comfortable wearing? wearing this all day to work or to church? Absolutely. When I turn around, do I not like how I can see the bump on my bra strap? You know, like seriously, stuff like that. Even if it's something that small, don't make that part of your capsule. I'm not saying you can't improve yourself, but... To love where you are right now, and that means being nitpicky when you're with your wardrobe so that you feel the most confident you can. Right. And this is all about making sure that you actually wear these clothes. Because I think that we all, if we all thought about it, we already have a capsule. It's just, we like, we have a bunch of other stuff. Yes. We pretend differently. You know, like we already have the old faithfuls that we wear that we have to wash every single time we do laundry. Think about those pieces because that's going to be, why do you wear those pieces? Do you need to buy those pieces in more than one color? If that true, like if that one blouse, my mom says, if you like it, buy it. If you like, if you love it, buy it in every color. Start thinking that way too, because I'm in, I'm a huge advocate for buying things. If a style works for you, wear it all the time. If a color works for you too, wear it all the time. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with having a completely blue and white wardrobe. (laughs) I was watching the home edit. I was just thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah. They are going, Clea and Joanne. Joanna. Joanna. Joanna are going to be on Rachel Ray, which I guess by the time, well, no, they might not have, it might not have happened yet. And so they weren't allowed to wear like black or white on the show and Clea was going through her wardrobe she's like well I guess I'm not wearing a jacket or a dress or a shirt she's like it's gray okay right because she has black white and gray and if those are your colors you know you know your colors you know what you feel most comfortable in and most confident in and so it's okay if your entire wardrobe is black and white or blue and white or hot pink and white whatever you feel good in yes uh totally agree it's okay if you if that's your signature color make it your signature color if that's your signature pattern make it your signature pattern just own it as long as it works for the type of lifestyle that you have so whether like whatever your career is or if you're a student you know stuff like that do you have any specific goals that you want to accomplish Jacqueline that we Um, haven't talked about already mainly One thing that I really want to do is I want to build outfits with more dimension to them. So more layers. Like right now I'm wearing a Oxford shirt with a sweater over it and jeans. And I just like when I have, when I'm able to pull that kind of stuff off Mm -hmm. um, rather than just doing a simple top with pants or a dress. So, you know, and kind of factor in my belts and stuff like that. So making more outfits, 20, Mm -hmm. like a good, like 20 outfits. And I think that'd be a good goal for everyone to have at least 20 outfits put together with not saying you have to have 20 different pieces of clothing, but just, and you could even change tucking, you know, a shirt in at a sweater or something, you know, um, as like a new outfit make a new outfit without having to go out and buy a whole new outfit. Right. So if you can come up with 20 good outfits that go for every dress code occasion, you know, like at least one outfit for an per occasion that you're you have events for. So whether that's networking, casual, business casual, whatever. That's kind of my goal is to have more really solid outfits that have more layers to them. I like that. Do you have any specific goals? My goal is just that my closet is completely my style. I have a couple pieces that, 
you know, I've been out shopping with other people and I pick it up and they're, oh, you have to have that. That is so you. Yeah. And sometimes it's me that like other people can tell me it's me without me realizing it's me just because what are they seeing? And is it what I want to portray? And so just going through my pieces and figuring out what I want to show in my wardrobe and then getting rid of everything else. Okay. So it's really funny that those are our two goals because my word for the year, if you listen to our first episode this season, was routine and um, setting better morning routines and nightly routines. And then my goal with my wardrobe is that I have amount of outfits that I can circulate through. <laughs> Essentially like routine. routine. Yeah, like routine, setting that up for me. And then and yours... Then- my word, word is intentional, yeah. and I want to be very intentional about what image I'm putting out there. So I think we're. I'm a big fan of like everyone should have a personal brand, and so I'm really going to try to live my personal brand and create my personal brand this year. And I, I mean, that's awesome. Like, it's just so funny how yeah, our, it worked out that way. Our words are reflecting in this. That's amazing. Good. Yeah. So. We're our- or at least think about them. Oh, and we had, uh, Jackie, we came up with some problems. So here are some scenarios or problems that when you look in your closet, if you can relate with any of these scenarios, then you probably should think about taking part in our capsule wardrobe challenge. And honestly, as far as I'm concerned, if you take part in the challenge and you don't do anything but think about your wardrobe, then it's a success. Because exactly. we just want to start getting your wheels turning. What? How does my wardrobe represent myself? And what can I do to move this into a productive direction that doesn't make me feel bad about myself and that doesn't frustrate me because yes. it can be frustrating getting dressed. <laughs> so what were the, um, I sent them to you, Jackie. Do you want to yes. tell me what they are? What are some scenarios? So if you relate to anything that Jackie's about to say, you need to join our challenge. (laughs) So these are, we narrowed it down to five besides just, I own too many clothes. Yeah, (laughs) I think most women deal with that. (laughs) We own way too many clothes. so. (laughs) So if you have a hard time putting outfits together. Which I feel like I have that a lot. Like you look into your closet and you have a lot of clothes, but you don't have anything to wear. (laughs) And then I end up wearing the exact same thing I wore last Tuesday because I know it. Two, the majority of your clothes do not fit anymore. Maybe you've changed sizes because your lifestyle has changed. It happens. Don't feel bad about it. Just recognize you need clothes that fit you. Or maybe you've hung on to clothes from a time in your life high school or you know some time in your life when you were like a different size because you grow as a woman you just do (laughs) and so holding on to things for sentimental reasons too that could be a reason why you're holding on to things that don't fit you just think about those things and you can still keep them I'm not saying that um you know if you do think you're going to be that size again maybe just put it in a box because looking at it every day when you're not going to wear it and honey that's not motivation for you to get that size either it's just going to make you Jackie said it's going to make you feel bad about it. So there's other ways to get around that. And we'll have to do some more episodes about that too. Absolutely. Reason number three, the majority of the clothes in your closet do not represent your personal style. Same thing. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Which we did an episode about defining your personal style. We did, you know, fashion and decor style. So if you haven't listened to it, you're not sure how to find your style Take a listen, start figuring out what your personal style is so you know how to create a wardrobe that reflects that. And this could be style of clothing. So if you're a more professional person now and you have a lot of sorority t-shirts, 
it doesn't really represent your style. Or this could be patterns. If you have a lot of really immature patterns, and then now you need to be focused more on stripes and polka dots and more solid. So it doesn't have to just be it's out of trend. Absolutely. Reason number four, the majority of the clothes in your closet are not functional to your lifestyle. So going back to maybe like you're more professional now, yeah. but you have those, you know, sorority t-shirts that you could turn into a quilt so you don't have to get rid of them. Yes. I love that idea. And then our last reason is you don't have a broad enough wardrobe. So maybe you have plenty of outfits that you can wear day to day, but then you're invited to something that's maybe a little more business professional or you're invited to you know, a cocktail hour and you don't have anything to wear. Yeah. And I relate to that because um, I'll get in different seasons, like a season of my life. If I'm doing a lot of a certain activity, like let's say you're a really big yogi. And so you're a nurse and then you go and work out. Like, so you wear scrubs and then you wear yoga pants. Well, what mm-hmm. if someone asked you for drinks? Right. <laughs> you know, you, you can't wear, wear yoga pants. Things. Yeah. So I think that's great. And I think a lot of people will relate to one of those issues. And if you have another issue, join our what page and tell us about it. I'm sure other people do. Those are just the five main categories that we could think of that most of our listeners and friends who we've gotten feedback from fall into. Absolutely. Well, I think that's about it. I'm really excited about this challenge and we will do a, another episode in a month, kind of recapping what we've learned after doing this challenge for a month. Again, we are not going to make you do a certain number of pieces or anything weird like that. You can do that if you want, but that's not going to be a thing. (laughs) We're not going to be like, okay, now show me your closet so we can count how many shirts you have. <laughs> yeah. We don't care. You can have a hundred, but if you're wearing a hundred shirts, well, I'm impressed actually. And we'll have some worksheets and some support and in our group, we'll post weekly prompts for that month, probably maybe bi-weekly, just about like, or not, is bi-weekly twice a week or is that every other week? It's every other week. Okay. Well, twice a week, whatever. Yeah. Twice a week, whatever that is. I get paid bi-weekly. So that's every other week. Okay, well, we'll, we will post, you know, once or twice a week. Yeah, some different prompts for uh, encouragement and some helpful tints and have some community. So definitely check us out there. Join our Facebook group, The Millennial Homemakers. And then if you want to follow me off air, you can follow me at Jacqueline Humble on Instagram. My jewelry brand that we talked about a little bit is at Fraser Lynn Jewelry. And you can find Jackie on Instagram at JVAlexander16. And then what's our podcast Instagram? It's at The Millennial Homemakers Podcast. Podcast. And that sounds about right. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. And We're or is it just at, at the Millennial Homemakers? I'm pretty sure podcast is there. Okay. Oh no, and you're right. It's just at the Millennial Homemakers. At the Millennial Homemakers. And we post every single time that we post a new episode. So if you want to be sure not to miss an episode, then subscribe. Leave us a review. We love reviews. They help rank us in the iTunes store. And they help us learn what you guys like most so yes. that we can keep creating content that we know you're going to Or want. don't like. So yeah, We want to know that too. Thanks, y'all. I hope that you have a great week. And I hope that this encourages you and that you join our talent. Yes. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.